1: There's going to be a lot of passing, the track looks absolutely superb. Just lining up on the grid, tension is in the air. And just as I'm saying that, the number 28 truck is completely sideways, almost 45 degrees through Graham Hill, Men there. And Morgan in the red golf there has uh,
2: just got it crossed up. It's still 5-1-5, the
1: European champion, Racky Waverin Junior, who heads the pack. He's forced onto the grass, it's on the grass, incredible! And then four, oh, right one behind the breaking
3: line. It's going to be down to the line, Jens has got him! Jens has got Burley on the line!
1: unbelievable this is race day live on downforce radio brought to you by stopwatchhospitality.com
3: hello and welcome again to mallory park the afternoon sessions are about to get underway on the mallory park circuit a full eight races to come this afternoon jake sanson overlooking the start finish line up here in the commentary box giving you all the action as it happens in this Return to Mallory meeting with the British Racing and Sports Car Club presiding over the action. We've already had one of the nine races here today with some fantastic action from the Honda VTEC Challenge and the Smart 4.2 Cup uh, in conjunction with each other. Now we move on to the Historic Racing Drivers Club All-Stars half an hour sprint with its cars of pre-66 sports GT and touring cars. And there is a plethora of of magnificent automotive history about to make its way onto the circuit. Some of the cars of yesteryear once again uh, racing around the circuits of Great Britain in what is becoming a very uh, fantastic tradition in British motorsport thanks to the success of the likes of the Goodwood Revival and the Goodwood Festival of Speed. It seems that retro really is the new cool in the 21st century as so many of these fantastic race machines... Uh, racing once again as they did back in the good old days of British mo- mo- International Motorsports. We have uh, five classes for touring cars, 63 and 65 in two separate classes for GTs and for TGs as well. We even had to have a couple of reserves on the starting grid ready for this one. We should give you a bit of an update on a couple of the competitors. Uh, we did have some issues in uh, qualifying earlier this morning Uh, one of the which was the Volkswagen Beetle of Drew Pritchard, the 113. A camshaft actually came off in qualifying. Uh, Despite that, they managed to set a time good enough to get themselves into the race, and they have now, to the best of my knowledge, repaired that, so they will be out. Unfortunately, those who are hoping to hear the uh, fantastic tones of uh, Chris Rea on the race circuit in his uh, 999 police Uh, Morris Minor are not going to be able to, unfortunately. All sorts of problems this morning, from misfires to all sorts of issues with the engine. And sadly, the uh, singer of The Road to Hell is not going to be racing this afternoon, I'm afraid to say. Uh, Unfortunately, his machine uh, has pretty much wrecked itself to bits in the attempt to get it here. Uh, So Chris is still here on the sidelines enjoying the fantastic donuts that are available here at Mallory Park. I was talking to him earlier, he actually said it's one of the best bits of coming to Mallory Park is those donuts. So uh, he's having a very nice afternoon in the sunshine, as I'm sure you guys are, as the field is on their reconnaissance lap making their way to the starting grid. They will get a green flag lap before they bring it back onto the starting grid. It's a very short lap, of course, Mallory Park, so they do get a little bit more than just uh, half a tour around the circuit to build up temperature into the uh, tyres and brakes. But we have got an absolutely fantastic grid of racers from all sorts of different uh, disciplines here. So you're going to get an absolutely fantastic display of uh, racers around the uh, Mallory Park circuit. Only two or three of them may be able to go under a minute around this circuit, but you're going to get some cracking racing from some cracking motor cars. So without further ado, we'll run you through the starting grid for the HRDC All-Stars in its entirety.
1: Hi, I'm Matt Neal. You're listening to Downforce Radio. Downforce Radio. This is Race Day Live.
3: The starting grid for the HRDC All Stars Pre 66 Sports GT and Touring Cars, the second race on the bill. Pole position is the 26 of Kerry Michael in the 63 Ford Lotus Cortina Mark 1. Alongside him, the 13, Jason Brooks in the Austin A40 from 1958. Jeff Gordon, the 34, in his Alfa Romeo 1962 Giulietta oh, TI. Calm down, it's not that Jeff Gordon. He's racing in NASCAR this weekend. Alongside him on the grid is the BWRDC Prize winner Ross Shaw in her number 76. Uh, Alfa Romeo Julia Sprint GT from 1964, the same car that she raced at the Australian Grand Prix Support Race earlier this year. The 119, Augusto Buffetti, the Swiss driver in his Porsche 911 SWB alongside Ding Boston's Oxford University Motorsport Run Riley 1.5. Brian Small in the Ashley MG Midget alongside Stephen Miles in his Austin A40 and then John McDonald in the Ashley Works GT and Julian Crossley in the Morris Mini round out the top 10. Jason Minshaw in his Austin A35 lines up 11th alongside Daniela Perfetti in the Porsche 356 Carrera 2. Andrew Allen in his Austin A35 Speedwell alongside David Webber in the Austin A40. In 15th and the number 63 it's the Dragon from the Dragons Den himself. Theo Perfitis in the 1960 Ford Anglia. Alongside him on the grid is Mark Gordon in his Jaguar XK150. Then it's Nick Morrison in the MGV Roadster alongside David Stubbings in his gorgeous MG Lenham GT. Uh, then it's Daryl Davis in 19th on the grid in the number 75, Ashley Spitfire GT and Frank Slev in the number 7, Alfa Romeo Giulia. 21st on the grid is Mike Dowsett in the 1965 Hillman Rally Imp. Alongside him is Paul Clayson on the uh, 190, the Vauxhall VX4 19. Then my favourite car on the grid, the number 23rd position on the starting grid, it should be Drew Pritchard's Volkswagen Beetle. But it looks to me as though he's not actually been able to make it out, I'm afraid to say. That is a real, real shame. So uh, I'm going to have a bit of a sob while this race goes on, I'm afraid. Uh, 24th position though, Michael Pete in the 1959 Sunbeam Alpine at number 59. Uh, row 13 is Andrew Sharp in the 51 in his standard Vanguard Phase 1 with Ed Glaister alongside him in the Ford Anglia 100E number 12. Uh, number 110 is Derek Drinkwater in the fantastically wide Ford Galaxy. Try overtaking that one. Uh, the number 89 is Piers Townsend in his 1961 Daimler sp 250 uh, 29th on the grid is Alex Duke in the Austin A35 Academy with Peter Blanchett and John Morgan in or around those sorts of positions, we're trying to make sure that we definitely have all of the drivers uh, making their way through on the starting grid. I didn't notice the Beetle, I'm afraid, of uh, during Pritchard, so I think I might not get my moment of glory watching it uh, tour around the circuit uh, for 30 minutes. It is my favourite car, I am a bit of a Beetle junkie, I'm afraid, so... uh, I'm a bit disappointed it hasn't made it out. Still, we have got 29 other racing cars out there with plenty of entertainment to provide us. As back to the front of the grid comes our top ten. Kerry Michael, Lotus Cortina, Jason Brooks, Ford Anglia. Then a pair of Alfa Romeos on row two. Jeff Gordon and Ross Shaw, Augusto Buffetti and Ding Boston on row three. Brian Small, Stephen Miles, John McDonald, and Julian Crossley. So... Plenty of great race action ahead of us and plenty of fantastic race cars to give us the entertainment in what is now a half hour race around the Mallory Park circuit. So I would estimate about 25 to 30 laps of racing and we are going to have a very interesting dynamic here. Five different classes don't forget racing around the circuit at the same time. And if you want a bit of an outside bet for something special, keep an eye on Augusto Perfetti, the Swiss driver of the Porsche 911 SWB, car number 119, the third row of the grid. He could be in for a shout of something special here. Don't count out Ross Shaw either on the second row of the grid. She has an opportunity here to make something special happen. As the final cars are on the grid, green flag goes to the back of the grid, five-second board goes up, and we're ready for action here at Mallory Park. The red lights come on, Hold it, ladies and gents, and away you go. Good start there for the front by Michael. first start as they make their way through the first quarter Gerard's very neat and tidy on the first run through let's just double-check and make sure everybody has got through turn one a-okay yes no sticks no dramas. that's good to see on the first tour Kerry Michael taking that early advantage from Brooks in second position then it's the Alphas in third and fourth Ross Short slotting in behind Perfetti, the other of the Perfetti family is there in 5th position, Augusto uh, is right in there, sorry Jeff Gordon it is in 3rd position, my apologies, as it looks to be uh, a very big challenge coming already from the OUMF Riley as uh, Ding Boston tries to get himself in there as well. The Shaw hairpin for the first time, and it looks as though Ross Shaw just trying to cover off Augusto Paffetti. Great start from the mini, it has to be said. I think that's Julian Crossley up into about P6 already. Crossley tank slaps it sideways out of Devil's elbow, trying to come round the outside of Augusto Paffetti, And he's got two wheels on the grass now, made straight. That was a very scary moment there for Julian Crossley. He manages to survive, and that was a very nasty moment as they complete the first lap. He just about gets away with that one. He's smoking coming off the back of the I think that's Ross Shaw. I think Ross Shaw has got a problem on the first lap. Big smoke coming off the car, and Ross Shaw is slowing. Ross Shaw is slowing. Now it's a disaster. Oh dear, oh dear. She's been passed by Crossley. I think it's one of the Ford Anglers that's got through as well. I think that might be the 21 of Stephen Miles. Sorry, in the Austin A40 that's gone through. Uh, Ross Shaw is dropping back rapidly. Unfortunately. More problems as well for Augusto Perfetti. The Porsche's in trouble. So Augusto Perfetti's having a problem as well. He's pulling off. He's actually pulling off of the John Cooper S's. So Perfetti's out of it. So, Kerry Michael then leads out in front, Brooks is in second place, third is Jeff Gordon, then it is Julian Crossley in the mini, so uh, Julian Crossley up to 4th place, 5th place now comes Miles, up to 6th place comes Jason Minshaw, then it's Small, Dean Boston, McDonald, and that's uh, Ross Shaw putting in, so Ross Shaw in the 76, pulls in now, that is a real shame for her. It was looking like, it was going to be to get on shore. just under a minute, she wanted to qualify and couldn't quite get there. But now her race is pretty much done and dusted before we've even reached the five lap mark. Yellow flags, of course, waving for uh, Perfetti's Porsche more problems. That's the 135 coming into the pits with uh, a retirement ominous. That is Daniele Perfetti, the Swiss driver. So problems already then for three drivers, and I think we might even have a safety car here. We're getting ready for it. Yes, safety car. Safety car on track here. So safety car is out, and that is for the abandoned Porsche up at uh, John Cooper S's so uh, we do have a safety car around the circuit, the Porsche is uh, just in a bit of a precarious position it needs to be cleared fairly rapidly because the John Cooper S's is not the easiest place to break down at and uh, even when you're parked up by the marshals post you're still fairly close to the racing line and I wouldn't be surprised actually with problems for Ross Shaw there might have been some oil that's gone down so uh, they may need to clear that as well So uh, unfortunately, despite the fact we've got three three retirements already, we've actually now got uh, problems on the uh, race circuit. So the safety car is out here at uh, Mallory Park, so uh, things not going quite according to plan for the uh, first race for the HRDC, the All-Stars Battle. Just looking through the grid and seeing how the order is at the moment. It's Kerry Michael who leads it. Brooks is in second. Gordon is third. Crossley is in fourth. From Miles, Minshaw, Small, Boston, McDonald, Gordon, Alan, Morrison, Webber, Stubbings, Pete, Clayson, and then rounding up the top 20, it's Blanchett, Sharp, Davis, and Jupe. Uh, Just trying to see where everyone else is below that line. Looks as if Slevin is down to 21st position, uh, up to 21st position, I should say. The real drivers that have been caught out... Uh, on this one unfortunately appear to be uh, well Pritchard didn't take the start nor did Drinkwater actually in the Ford Galaxy uh, nor did Theo Perfitis, I didn't actually see the Ford Anglia not make the start but uh, obviously they've had issues uh, there so Theo Paphitis is not on the start either so we've not got Pritchard, Drinkwater, Perfitis or Rhea they were the non-starters, then we've lost uh, both the Pafetis and uh, Ross Shaw, everybody else is still circulating so we have 24 drivers remaining uh, Slevin, Galson, Townsend and Morgan are the ones who take up the rear of the field but uh, it's still Kerry Michael who leads the way down under safety car as the marshals have managed to get the Porsche moved so I think this is actually going to be a very short uh, safety car period they've managed to get the Porsche uh, across the start finish line and back into the pit lane so I don't actually think we'll be behind this safety car too long which is good, I think we may only get maybe one more lap after this one, they've managed to get the Porsche moved back into the paddock so uh, That's the other advantage, of course, of being so close to a Marshall's post and being so close to the John Cooper S's. Yes, we're under safety car, but I don't think we'll be under it for very long long at all uh, because we are so close to the uh, uh, paddock at that particular point on the circuit. So, uh, Michael from Brooks, Gordon from Crossley, Miles, Minshaw, small, Boston, McDonald and Gordon. So, uh, Jason, Minshaw, of course, son of John, Minshaw, British GT driver. And uh, the backing of Demon Tweaks, of course, uh, the family business there. So, uh, Jason Minshaw looking for a good result here in sixth position in the 1962 Austin A35. Safety car continues. Or are we pulling off straight away? We are pulling off straight away. Yes, so the safety car is in. Green flag flies. And we're again racing. I didn't think we'd be under the safety car for too long here at Mallory. Uh, they managed to get the Porsche moved very quickly indeed. So we are back on the racing once again. 23 minutes left on the clock here. And we are back into racing once again. So down the step straight comes Rachida. Rachida has got the best of starts though because Brooks in the Austin A40 is right on his tail here as they make their way into the John Cooper S's for the sixth time. Into the right, quick left flick and on the run down to Shores. Is that a problem occurring for the 25? I wonder, are there problems already for Morgan in the MGB Roadster? Down to the hairpin. Kerry Michael just controlling the pace. Brooks is really close to him under braking. Julian Crossley's actually lost fourth position on this lap to Miles. Miles is up to P4, and as they come out of Devil's elbow, it is gonna be very close between these two. Crossley just shuts the door on Miles to get back into fourth position, Great battle between those two in their run for fourth and fifth. Minshaw is still there in sixth position in front of Small in seventh. Boston and Riley going very well in eighth position at the moment. Or at least he was. Where is Boston now? Boston is down to tenth position on the restarts. So Boston has lost a couple of places. McDonald up to eighth in the Ashley. Gordon is up to ninth in the Jaguar. Boston down to tenth. Then it's Alan, Morrison, Weather Stubbidge, Pete, Placer, Blanchard, Davis, Sharp and Duke. That rounds out the top 20 while Crossley is getting on with this he's rolled up his sleeves and decided to set off after the Alfa Romeo of Jeff Gordon he wants to make this work down to the hairpin at Shaws. Is he going to lunge up the inside here? he's got plenty of space he's going to go for it he's not got a lot of room to make it happen but if he holds it round the outside through Devil's Album he's going to get through in a third position yes he does Great driving from Crossley, he is up into 3rd place, there's not much Jeff Gordon in the alpha can do about that one. Magnificent overtake there from Julian Crossley as the leaders are starting to lap the back markers It's Morgan and the MGB hopes that they will uh, lap first of all. Looks as though he's got some kind of mechanical difficulties there in the NGP. It's not really firing on all cylinders today. Gary Weiger leading the way, Brooks in second place still, and up to third position now has come Julian Crossley. But it's not long before the power kicks in for Jeff Gordon, but that's the issue with the corners. The mini is the car to have on the straights. The Alfa Romeo is the car to have. But now it looks as though Miles has got a good run on Jeff Gordon. I think this is going to be an overtaking move here for the 21. Stephen Miles looks for his way through on the inside but Jeff Gordon holds the inside line there for Shores at the right hander. Oh and a spin! A a big tank slapper there! Big slide for Miles. He manages to catch it just on the end.
0: As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group void. we prohibited by loss. See terms and conditions 18
3: plus. The back end tried to come around. And what great recovery driving that was from Stephen Miles. He almost lost everything there. Up to seventh place is now, up to sixth place Sorry, has now come small. Jason Mitchell down to seventh place. As the brothers in the top ten are starting to lap. Uh, Morgan in the MGB Roadster. So things going well then at the front of the field for our top 10. Just below the top 10, good battle going on between Morrison and Webber for 12th position. Ding Boston now down into 11th position, I should point out, in the uh, Oxford University run at Riley. Some good battles lower down the field the 50 pulling over, and that is Blanchett. I think Blanchett's got a problem. Yes, Blanchett is pulling in out of the race. That is a real shame. I loved watching the Austin A50 in practice and Peter Blanchett, I'm afraid to say, is pulling off and out of the race. The car is giving up the ghost. a very tough circuit, this matter. It's very short, but it's a bit of a car killer, it appears to be today. Lots of drivers having problems uh, mechanically with their cars. So, Michael Lee, Brooks is
2: second,
3: possibly third. Here comes Small. He's going to throw it on the inside of Stephen Miles for fifth position into Gerard's. That's a nice line on the inside. Can he tuck it in beautifully? Yes, he does. Fifth position. Very nice work there. And so that now brings Small up into fifth place in front of Stephen Miles. Good battle at the shore hair, at The shores hairpin there as well. That looks like uh, a good battle going on just below the top ten. More problems, that's the 85, oh sorry, that's the 65, that is Morrison! Morrison was bumping it out for the top ten. And now sadly, Morrison is not gonna finish there. Davis has just made the move off heat, incidentally. So cars again dropping like flies here, I'm afraid to say. Mechanical gremlins creeping in all around the circuit. So it is a really, really tricky race at the moment for everyone concerned, they are all trying to bring it round as much as they possibly can, but the circuit is really taking its toll on the cars out there, now that Small has got rid of, Smart, uh, got rid of Miles, he is really giving Jeff Gordon big style here, the Alfa Romeo is going to be a sitting target for too long, Here's Gerald's again, and out onto the steps right. and making their run up to turn two of this circuit really, that is uh, the first right-hander of the John Cooper S's, now, he was going to get the run off the corner. Julian Crossley still running well in third. Gordon's got the acceleration through the corner. I think Small has got a problem now. Has Small got a problem? Yes, that is a big problem for the 36. Brian Small and the Ashley MGP is slowing and he's out of the race. Oh, no, no, no. He was challenging Jeff Gordon for fourth position and now he's out of the race. Oh, my word, the HRDC All-Stars attrition rate. It's like the 95 Australian Grand Prix altogether. Cars dropping out left, right-hand centre. But the top six is unchanged for the moment. Well, all of that has brought Jason Minshaw back into sixth position in front of the 14. That is John McDonald in his gorgeous little Ashley Works GT. Eighth position now. That belongs to uh, Gordon. That is the 68 of... Uh, 68 of Mark Gordon, the Jaguar XK 150, then it's Alan. then Ding Boston. And then it will be the 175 of uh, Weber. So David Weber, he was one of the reserves, don't forget, on the entry list, the Austin A40. He's now in 11th position. Now there's a signal going out to the 75 of Davis. Now what's going on there, that's a black and orange flag. He's getting a mechanical flag there. I can't really see anything with the car outwardly that would be the a problem as he gets locked by the leader, Kerry Michael, but that doesn't mean to say he hasn't got a big issue. So the 75 sadly is being asked to pit in with mechanical problems. So again, it looks like we're going to lose another member of the field as up to 20th position shortly will come Morgan. We only have, uh, sorry, tw- uh, Townsend, then it will be Morgan. Oh, a bit of a slide there for Weber as he comes out of Shaw's heavy. Just about manages to catch it. And that was a scary moment for him as he tries to close up on the top ten. Good battles down the field as well. And still, this fourth position battle continues on between Jeff Gordon and Stephen Miles. Jason Minshaw is not really close enough to challenge them at this moment in time. Up the inside into Shaw's hairpin, there may be a chance as Kerry Michael comes across the line with 16 minutes to go and 13 laps completed. So, still, it's a long way to go in this race. And problems now for the 75 as he peels off, of course. So, 75 Davis having to pit in. That was obviously because he got called in, Daryl Davis, in the Ashley Spitfire. So, problems there, I'm afraid. He was asked to be, uh, he was asked to fit in by the stewards who gave him the mechanical flag or the meatball flag as it's occasionally known. So uh, his race is over, I'm afraid. Unless they can get the car repaired and send him out. They may as well try because with 15 and a half minutes to go, cars are falling off the circuit left, right and centre. They may as well send him out uh, in a couple of laps time when they fix the problem because they might even get a podium at this rate. So Michael leading, Brooks in second, Crossley third, Gordon still fourth from Miles in fifth position. Oh, big spin, that's Jeff Gordon! Jeff Gordon loses it! On the way through, John Cooper I think he was just trying to get through back markers, the back end swapped uh, swapped sides with him there. And unfortunately now he's lost the place. Miles is now right on the tail of Crossley as a result of all that. So trying to pick their way through the traffic, Jeff Gordon in the Alfa Romeo goes sideways into John Cooper and unfortunately now he's gonna drop a long way down the order. Crossley comes through in third. Miles is through in fourth now. Minshaw is next. And then McDonald is sizing him up for a move. McDonald's going to try and get through into Gerrard. round the outside. No, he can't get move done. Jeff Gordon has recovered. He's now in eighth position just behind Mark Gordon in the Jaguar. So, unfortunately there. Problems for the Alpha Romeo driver. Jeff Gordon, he's down to eighth position. Allen is ninth. Boston is tenth. 11th is Weber. then it is Slevin, Pete, Sharp, Stubbings, Dowsett, June, Clayson and Townsend. Morgan is going to be the next one through. He comes through now. Morgan is a long way down compared to the other drivers in this race, but he is currently the 20th and last car in the running. We had 31 cars into this race, and now there's only 20 still circulating. That gives you an indication of the attrition rate around this circuit at the moment. As Julian Crossley has lost the place, he's lost third position to Stephen Miles in the traffic. So Miles has gone through to third, but Crossley is still right there with him, trying to move back into third position. As Minshaw has lost McDonald for the moment. Minshaw has come through in fifth position in front of John McDonald. Then it's the Gordons. I think Jeff Gordon has lost another place in the Alfa Romeo, yes he has, he has lost the place, this time to the 70. Oh no, sorry, that is Jeff Gordon picking his way through, so he's up to seventh position. He's past the 70 of uh, Andrew Allen, that is Andrew Allen in his Austin A35 Speedwell. So Jeff Gordon has made his way back into seventh position. He's not done yet, he had that little mistake, but he is trying to fight his way back up. The next person he's got to try and catch and then pass is the 14 of John Mcdonald, who is currently locked in a battle with Jason Minshaw for fifth position, so he's almost made up the time he's lost. Still a bit of uh, time to do that though. And Crossley's back in front of Miles. Crossley these back in front of Miles again. So they still are going to continue swapping third position. And now, Morgan in the MGB Roadster, who's been circulating very, very slowly for quite a long time, finally puts his arm in the air, and accepts that enough is enough. So uh, the NGB pulls off into the pits on the main straight, that is a real shame. He had a good opportunity for something pretty special there, but uh, it wasn't to be. So, that's uh, his day done and dusted I'm afraid. So now we've got only 19 cars still circulating, and a great battle down the main straight. This is uh, Webber battling it out with uh, one of the lapped cars, just trying to get past him on the blue flags at the moment. Where's your leader? Well, Kerry Michael, still out in front. Whoa! Pushing on in second place to 13 at Brooks. 19.7 seconds back, but he almost lost it on the way onto Devil's elbow. So the man in second place is still pushing it rapidly. Kerry Michael has opened up the gap to 19.7. He's not going to be far away from lapping the battles for the top six here. Crossley and Miles still scrapping away for third. Where are they in relation to each other? 0.037 as they come across the line On the run down to the John Cooper's S's How close are they together? They're side by side On the way down the step straight So these two back in the third position This time Miles has gone round the outside of the exit of Gerrards and gone past So Miles is back into third position This is what the HRDC All-Stars are fantastic at. Great wheel-to-wheel racing, swapping positions, lap after lap after lap, and that's exactly what the drivers come racing for. Brilliant action here at Mallory Park. Brooks, much tidier this time as he comes through Devil's Elbow. And again, Miles has got Gillian Crossley all over the back of him out of shores. Miles has got much more of an advantage, but Crossley's very strong through Devil's Elbow. And he might get an opportunity on the run to Gerrards. Julian Crossley tries again. He's gonna throw it up the inside of Gerrards this time. No, he's not close enough, but he might get it right up the inside, line for halfway through the corner. Miles shuts the door, and meanwhile, Minshaw and McDonald are back on other. Minshaw just slides across McDonald. No, you don't, sir. I am holding this position. Ten minutes left in this race. And it's still very, very close indeed. Not really sure who's going to get this one and the two of them. Rossley seems to have dropped back a little bit now from Miles. But Minshaw and McDonald are still scrapping away. McDonald puts his nose on the inside line for John Cooper on the right-hander, but he has to back out of the throttle and allow Minshaw to keep the place for the moment. Still this great battle between the two of them. As Kerry Michael in the Lotus Cortina is on the step straight. Closing in on back markers and going through them like a hot knife through butter at the moment. He's just lapped the 11 of Dean Poston, who's currently running in ninth place. So he is absolutely storming through this field. Still Minshaw in 5th, McDonald in 6th, Jeff Gordon in the Alpha is there in 7th place. Through Devil's Elbow, looking good. Now the battle for 8th position. It's Allen in the 70, just in front of. Well, it was Alan in the 70. 70- yes, he's tapping back, markers. my apologies. Dick Boston is next, although uh, Kerry Michael is some way back. So Boston is now a lap adrift in ninth position. So everybody, uh, only eight of the 19 remaining cars are on the lead lap. But it's not going to stay that way. Minshaw is trying to get away from McDonald again. Jeff Gordon is slowly closing them down at the rate of about a half a second per lap. Well, there was a second on the last lap. About the same sort of pace now. Only about six cars have managed to uh, get under the 60 second barrier. Seven in total, my apology, and they are the leading seven cars. No others have managed to go below 60 seconds. Minshaw fifth, McDonald sixth. McDonald's got a good line off a of devil's elbow though. He might get a chance for the Not quite close enough. Gordon is still there. And then it is the 17, the Austin of Allen, and here comes Kerry Michael, lapping two of the slower cars, lapping Pete and Sharp, as they scrap it away for 13th position. Dean Boston is closing in on uh, Dowson and Duke, who are in 15th and 16th squabbling away. We're just wondering where Clayson is in the 190. There he is, so Clayson's still circulating. Townsend, I believe, is two. But uh, Townsend is a long way down the order. There is Brooks. Townsend in the 60... uh, Sorry, that is uh, Mark Gordon in the 68. Now down into 11th position. And the 89 comes through. That is Townsend. So uh, here's Townsend in the Daimler SP250. Still circulating. 19th position. Two laps off the pace. But uh, he doesn't care. He's enjoying himself out there. Kerry Michael still... Doing a fantastic job out in front. His fastest lap is a 57.2, which is a full 1.2 seconds quicker than anybody else has managed here today. He crosses the line on the way to lap the 70 of Allen. He's having a wonderful time out there. It's getting a bit close. Further back behind them, the 175 just went for a bit of another tank slapper there out of Shaw's hairpin. So we're uh, still sliding around is Weber, David Webber trying his best to hold everything together through Shaw's hairpin with the back end, stepping out. big style as Brooks laps the 190 down the straight of Clayson. Third position should still be Stephen Miles as he comes through. There he is with Julian Crossley, just a few car legs behind him. So their battle for third position may not be over yet. There's six and a half minutes roughly left on the clock. They may still have a chance for a bit of a battle. Minshaw has got McDonald breathing down his gearbox, and this time he really is breathing him in. So there's a chance that Minshaw will not be able to hang on to this fifth position with ease. He's going to have to work very hard for it, as Kerry Michael has now lapped Allen. So uh, only seven cars are now on the lead lap as we go into lap 24 for Kerry Michael. Six minutes on the board, so uh, it looks as though we will get 30 laps of racing around the Mallory Park circuit. Not long to go in this one. This one is still looking good for the Lotus Cortina out in front. Absolutely running perfectly, firing on all cylinders. Things are going well. Jeff Gordon in the 34 there at the Alpha in the Alfa Romeo is uh, the car just in front of the Lotus Cortina on the road as he continues to pursue uh, Mincher and McDonald. And he is closing them rapidly. I should point out, so he may still be able to get past both of them for fifth position as Julian Crossley tries to stay in touch with Stephen Miles. He's had a bit of a mistake on that last lap. He's lost about three seconds. As here comes, oh, Mishaw's going to get boxed in. McDonald might get an opportunity to go around the outside. No, he doesn't. Blue flags around the back markers. John McDonald and uh, Jason Mitchell both losing some time there. Pup puff of smoke out of the back of Kerry Michaels. Lotus Cortina out in the lead. But I don't think that's going to cause him too much of an issue. It's certainly not blue smoke, which would became as a problem. So uh, I think he's still looking okay at the moment. Minshaw, McDonald, and Jeff Gordon now within sight of each other, and Kerry Michael is not far away from lapping them all. Brooks is still in second place. The gap has opened up now to 28.8 seconds. Kerry Michael is lapping two seconds a lap quicker than anybody else on the race circuit right now. So he is definitely the man to beat. Miles comes through. Mars is still there in third position, Crossley in fourth, mid-short, McDonald, Kerry Michael just pops out of the back of uh, the number seven, Alfa Romeo, that is the little Julia Ti of Frank Slevin, who gets out of the way very smartly there in twelfth position, not causing an issue at all, Kerry Michael still leading the way here. Stephen Miles, actually working very hard on the last few laps to get away from his main rival, Julian Crossley, and it's worked perfectly. He's currently on the one minute point five mark, with Crossley about a second and a half per lap slower. Minshaw still holding on to McDonald as Carrie Michael closes in on Jeff Gordon. Now, Jeff has a chance here. If he just allows the Lotus Cortina to go through, which he's gonna do on the way down to the shore's hairpin, I'm sure, he can follow his racing line and try and gain a bit of time on uh, Minshaw and McDonald, who are still scrapping away. Blue flags wave. Jeff Gordon doesn't move over. Kerry Michael is right on his his tail now. Of course, Gordon is trying to close up. Oh, 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 he's trying to close up on the two cars in front of him. And Kerry Michael will be getting a little bit frustrated there with Jeff Gordon. Get out of the way. I'm the race leader. Come on, blue flags are waving. Jeff Gordon has not actually moved aside for him yet. So Kerry Michael might be getting a little bit frustrated
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: There sat in the lead of the race with Jeff Gordon's out for a Romeo still in front of him. He's trying his best to close up on the two cars in front. Now Michael is just going to try past him on the straight narrow. Keep both hands on the wheel, Kerry. Don't, don't don't gesticulate or anything. He continues on his way down to the S's. So uh, now Jeff Gordon can just follow Kerry Michaels' wheel tracks here and set off after Minshaw and McDonald. He might still have a chance of fifth position if he can keep this going. Two and three quarter minutes to go. So he is running out of time. But he might just have one whiff of opportunity. Julian Crossley is really falling off the pace now. He's actually losing two seconds a lap to the cars behind him. Minshaw and McDonald are actually now closing in on the race leader, oh oh, oh, sorry, I'm now closing in, on the man in uh, fourth position, Crossley. Kerry Michael has just allowed, hang on a minute, Kerry Michael has just allowed Jeff Gordon to go back through. There's a massive puff of white smoke that comes off the car this time round. Has he got a problem? I think he took his hand off the wheel as he came past. Has the race leader, Kerry Michael, got a problem or is he just cruising home? That was a big, big cloud of white smoke. I wonder, there's more smoke coming off the car now under braking. And that's uh, a very slow moving red machine there through John Cooper S's. That's more than just mechanical problems. That's, sorry, that's more than just being a back marker. That's definitely mechanical problems there. So we've got another retirement. But Kerry Michael is a lot slower than he was. And there's big puffs of smoke at every single corner here. Julian Crossley's got a slow problem as well, because he's being reeled in by Jason Minshaw. Minshaw is going to try and get him. This race isn't done yet, folks. We've got a minute and 20 on the clock, and there's still drama unfolding around the circuit. Jason Minshaw might get a chance at fourth position here. Julian Crossley and the plucky little mini. is losing two and a half seconds a lap to the race leaders. Kerry Michaels just done a 102.3. Problems down the straight for one of the Jaguars, I think, there as well. But has Kerry Michael got a terminal issue, or is he just hoping that if he backs off the throttle a little bit, it won't be a problem? He's got a huge lead, 31 seconds, but he's losing a second and a half per lap to Brooks. He won't lose the lead on mathematics, but if he's got a mechanical problem, then that's going to be an issue all of its own. He should it should be OK, but he has lost a lot of time and a lot of pace. So, Crossley has lost that fourth position. Minshaw's gone through, so Minshaw's through to four. Crossley is mid, and McDonald in the fourth team he's chasing him down, for fifth position. There goes Jeff Gordon, Kerry Michael is cruising. Kerry Michael is cruising. Well, he's only got one lap to do, so he may as well. But hopefully, the reason he's not cruising is because he's got a problem. Hopefully, the reason he's cruising is he's got that, he's got that big a lead. He doesn't have to panic, but, I've seen leads disappear in the blink of an eye when drivers have been over half a minute in front. So hopefully this is not going to be one of those days. The car who had issues, by the way, that pulled off into the pits was the MG Lenham of David Stubbings. So he's out of the race now, I'm afraid. But all Kerry Michael has to do here is just run behind Jeff Gordon and bring it home as Miles continues on in third position. Minshaw and McDonald have both got past Julian Crossley now. And more smoke out of the back of Kerry Michael. It's just puffs of smoke. It's not one long plume as we go into the final lap for the battle for fourth position. But out of the final turn, it is going to be the victory for Kerry Michael in the Lotus. He's done it. Absolutely fantastic job. So it looked as though there were maybe some minor issues, but he just wanted to cruise home and nurse the car to the victory. Very nicely done there from Kerry Michael as he completes exactly 30 laps of the Mallory Park circuit. Brooks is going to come home in second position. Well done to Jason Brooks in the number 13. It's listed as being a Mini Cooper S, but I'll have you know that's definitely not a Mini Cooper S. That's an Anglia. So across the line. Several cars just struggling to make it across the line. The 68 of Mark Gordon in particular. Miles comes home for third position. That's a well-fought position for him. He had a great run, and up to third position he comes. Jason Minshaw is going to grab fourth position at the end of a very tough race. Here he comes. out of the five. No, it's McDonald. It's McDonald Is there in fourth place. McDonald gets fourth place on the last lap. So McDonald is fourth, Minshaw is fifth, and Crossley is sixth. Wow. That's uh, Drama on the last lap again, so right from the start, all the way to the chequered flag, Drama, thy name is HRDC All-Stars, and with uh, quite a lot of smoke now coming from the back of Kerry Michael's car, wow, that car was really on its last legs, wasn't it? Oh dear, it's dropping oil, big style, on the start-finish stroke, well that's a way to win a race, to uh, give up the ghost just as you cross the finish line, that's very Hollywood, but unfortunately that's going to give the marshals a bit of a clean-up job on the way into the pits. But, uh, well, Kerry Michael just nursing the car right to the bitter end before it kicked the bucket on the way into the pit. So that was very, very close for them. But uh, what a fantastic day at the office in the end then for Kerry Michael. Really took advantage of uh, the pace of the car and ran away with it. Very nicely done.
1: It could be- a 6 car scrap for second place. Someone will go off, someone will make contact. Wow, what a save. This is Race Day Live on Downforce Radio. The Circuit Raceway. Two amazing indoor car tracks in one location. But now for the corporate events,
3: stag and hen parties, kids groups, and even those wanting to race a Grand Prix.
1: Arrive and drive sessions from just £13 for 15 minutes or Grand Prix's for groups from £35 per driver. Find us at Engineers Park on Babbage Road, Sandycroft, in Flintshire. With an easy access to Liverpool, Manchester, Warrington, Cheshire and Shropshire. So come race with us or see if you can smash our lap record. Call now on 01244 531
3: 652 or log on to thecircuit.co.uk. The Circuit
1: Raceway. 900 metres of pure fun. Mission Motorsport is run by veterans, serving officers and motorsport professionals. We are appointed as the combined service's official providers of Adaptive Motorsport seeking wherever possible to merge the activities of the disabled and those in need with able-bodied servicemen and women. Appointed by the British Army Motorsports Association and operating in direct support of the defence recovery capability, Mission Motorsport provides respite, rehabilitation, recreational opportunities and training to those affected by military operations within the frame of motorsport. To support us, you can volunteer, fundraise or donate by calling double three eight double. Mission Motorsport. Race. Retrain. Recover.
3: Kua Yue, the latest album from Transition, the official Olympic band of Chinese Taipei. Featuring the awesome tracks Take the Night and So Far Away. And the brilliant here I, me, me,
2: and it, here I Am.
3: Transition, the official house band for Downforce Radio. Albums available now on iTunes and online
1: at transition.tk. Welcome back to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Sam Bird. I race for Virgin Racing and you're listening to Downforce Radio.
3: The nation's motorsport station. So the next act on the bill, as it were, is the Monoposto Tademan Trophy, one of the best championships in Great Britain. Basically, I'm a bit of a single-seater nut and uh, this championship really does uh, tick every box uh, for me personally because it is a multitude of single-seaters from all sorts of different eras and genres and it's going to be really, really exciting to watch them around the Mallory Park circuit once again. Two 15-minute sprints today and some very, very cool cars out there on the circuit. From Formula 3s to Little Jedis and Formula Renaults, there are some very cool machines out there as well as Formula Fords. Uh, I'm not saying Formula Fords aren't cool as well, but that just gives you a nice mixture of all the different types of car that we have here in the Monoposto Tideman Trophy. And there are in all seven different classes over the course of the day. Unfortunately in your programs it says that we have five in the Class 2000. We unfortunately only have one now. Uh, so you need to cross off Chris Davison, Mike Hatton, Tony Cotton and Ben Cater from your list. Neither of those are here. So it's just Neil Harrison in the Magic Motorsport Delara F302. This is a championship that is very much uh, multi-class. But uh, in terms of championship points, well, it is a uh, three-way fight for the title race. At the present moment in time, Jeremy Timms, Ewan Sergison and Jeff Fern, the three names who are at the front of the table, with Timms and Sergison on 32 apiece and Jeff Fern on 31. And just behind them, it's actually very close as well. Terry Clark and Jim Blockley both have 26. Ben Cater and Mark Harrison both have 25. And James McLachlan and Rodney Toft both have 24, with Tony Cotton only 10 points off the lead on 22. So this is one of those championships where anybody can still win. So uh, this is the uh, fantastic performance. Uh, This is the fantastic championship making their way out onto the circuit now, the single-seaters. And uh, this, again, is reliving the good old days of uh, single-seater classics at uh, Mallory, when we used to have some uh, brilliant... Uh, single-seater trophies here at this particular circuit, although you may be interested to know, if you didn't know already, that uh, later in the year, in uh, October in fact, we are still going to be uh, uh, seeing these sights and sounds of Formula Fords, because on October the 10th it is a reworking of the Star of Mallory. It is back uh, at the Mallory Park circuit for October the 10th, uh, which is really good news and uh, very exciting to hear, so hopefully Uh, There's going to be a very strong entry list and it'll be just like it used to be with uh, Formula Fords in fantastic company with uh, the spectators and the other great championships that will no doubt be on the bill on October the 10th. It's great to see Mallory Park back to its best once again with uh, car meetings uh, in the 2015 season for the first time in a couple of years now. And I have to say, as a first timer to the Mallory Park circuit, can you give me a season ticket please? I absolutely love this place now. It's becoming very quickly one of my favourite places in Great Britain, let alone race circuits. It's just so beautiful, the backdrop here with the uh, gorgeous natural uh, environment of the trees in the middle of the forests and that lake on the middle. I just want to go and dive into it, it is absolutely intoxicating this place and it's great to see so many fantastic racers and spectators here this weekend. So, as they make their way to the starting grid, it's uh, worth giving you a rundown as to who's who and who's done what. Uh, the number two, lining up on pole position for this one, and that is uh, Jeremy Timms, who is actually listed in your program as being one two one. so you need to change that to just a plain two. Uh, Jeremy Timms from Gloucester, who leads the championship, tied with Ewan Serguson who uh, lines up, incidentally, uh, quite a way further back on the grid, because it's class victories that make a lot of difference in this championship. Formula 3s on the grid, as well as uh, Jeremy Tim's Delara F399 uh, at the front of the grid. There's uh, Jedis, uh, even a couple of Formula Renaults in there, as well as Formula Fords. So it is a great mixture of every kind of junior single-seater you can think of, and it's a great uh, way to go motor racing. Single-seaters in its uh, most exciting and purest form, when everybody has a small budget, but they can still race as if it was one of the uh, star championships of the uh, uh, future. It's a real shame that we seem to have lost all of these great championships in uh, Britain as a national stepping stone to Formula One. Formula Three is now a thing of the past in this country, of course, as is Formula Redo. Uh, Formula Ford is still there, but it certainly doesn't get the credit it deserves as a stepping stone on the ladder to Formula One, nor does Formula Jedi, in my opinion. But it's great to see all cars from those championships here together in one nice mixture as the cars get ready to go around the Mallory Park circuit. So the grid is a very exciting one for this race. And as they set off on their green flag lap, we'll talk you through
1: it. Hi, I'm Matt Neal. You're listening to Downforce Radio. R-A-D-I-O Downforce Radio. This is Race Day Live.
3: So the green then for the first of the two Monoposto Tideman Trophy races. Jeremy Tims in the Dallara F399 number 2 is on pole position. Alongside him is the Toms Toyota number 24 of Robin Daw. Then it's Neil Harrison in the Dallara F302 in 10 in third position. Alongside him is James McLaughlin in the Jedi Mark Six with the Martini colours, number sixty-five. John Carey in the Formula Renault, number nine, is there in fifth position with the thirty-four of Graham Reed in the Dallara F three hundred six in sixth position. The PR three Suzuki is next for Chris Woodhouse in the twin number twenty-two. Alongside him is the eleven of Shane Kelly in the Van Diemen Renault. Number one is P nine on the grid, Jason Timms in the Dallara. Alongside him is the thirty-two Terry Clark in the Van Diemen RF ninety-nine. Ewan Sergesen in the Swift SC99Z is there in 11th position. Alongside him is Nick Catanzaro in the Formula Vauxhall Lotus, number 19. Jeff Fern in 13th in the number 7, Van Diemen RF89. Matthew Walters is next in the Formula Ford ZTEC, number 76. The number 15 is in 15. Simon Davey in the Reynard FF83. Alongside number 90, James Williams in the Formula Renault RC98. Seventeenth is the fifty-six Kevin Cooling in the Renault Tartus RC ninety-seven, with the sixty-three of Philip Davis in his Van Diemen RF ninety-eight. Then it's Tony Cotton in nineteenth and the number eighty Delara F three hundred. Richard Greening in the number sixty-nine is twentieth, is Swift nine eight two looking very good indeed. And twenty-first is the seventy-seven of Nigel Davis in the Jedi Mark six. With alongside him on the starting grid off the back, I think we have a twenty-second as well. So uh, let's uh, bring them around again. Leaders are on the starting grid from the front. Jeremy Timms with just in behind him, the 24 of Robin Daw. Then Neil Harrison and James McLaughlin. Carey Reid, Woodhouse, Kenny, Timms and Clark rounding out the top ten. It's going to be a very tight battle this one. The five-second board goes up and we're ready for action at Mallory Park in the Monoposto and Trophy. Wait for it, chaps. Red light comes on now and we're about to get ready for action in this race. Down the first
2: one we for the first time. Go, 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 and it's horse spin, bags it in! the Tim's going through the competition, driving his way through. It's the Tim, good start from Harrison, but Laura's going to get the
3: other side. Laura's going to get the early lead as Tim tries to get some speed through the first couple of corners, but he had absolutely no grip at all. Wheel spin, sandbagging B-Star, and we've got a car slowing at uh, Gemards, so one car is already out of it. But into the lead has come Door, he's got a cracking getaway. From third on the grid, Harrison is through to second, McLaughlin is through to third, and all the way down the order, I think it's actually Tim who's got the problem. I think it is the pole sitter, Tims, who has got the problem and is out of this race. So I think the championship leader is the one in trouble here. We'll double-check it as they come through, but I think it's Tims who's out of the race. Oh, at the end of the first lap, Dore is the leader, Harrison Lamont went Woodhouse. Green is down to 6th position, Kelly is next, Tims is down to 8th position. So Tims has come through He's 8th place. It's not possible to do. To, to think about bags and wheel spin. it wasn't really going anywhere. It was the 69, I think, of Greening who came through in the 20th position. So who is it that has not come through at all? We'll double check that right at the back of the field. It's the... Well, it's coming through. It's it, yeah, it's the number two. It is Tim's. It is Tim's. He's out of the race. So, oh, my apologies. I was looking at the number one of Jason Tim's, who is through in eighth place. So, the championship leader Jeremy Tim's is out of the race in the first corner. Disaster! Bags a wind in the front. Come on! So get the lead. So Jeremy Tim's championship leader's out. We've got an off the shores. We've got an off the shores Airbin. Not sure who it was. But we've lost someone on the shores Airbin. So we got a car that's just gone straight on at
0: short hair. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming.
1: Just
3: saw it there on the cameras. It looks to me as though it's the 90 of Williams. So uh, the number 90 then. That is James Williams in his former Renault RC98. So Williams has not come from There he is. So Williams has got going again at the back of the field. Fortunately he didn't hit anything. That is good. So Williams has managed to get away with that one. Drivers then in this Monabursto Type of Trophy race, and already we've got a forecast for the victory: Thor Harrison McHugh, and Michael with Woodhouse in fifth position. And then it looks like Reed's in trouble. That looks like Reed is in trouble. Reed is slowing down the straight, of the F3 car and Reed is out of the race. Oh dear, oh dear. More problems here at Mallory Park then as Reed has. Hitted to retire And uh, that is a real problem there For the number 34 Graham Reed. He's got the f 3 invitations And uh, his race is over already So big problems then for uh, Graham Reed. So that's another retirement From this race then Through comes your race leader Oh trying to dodge The slowing 69 Of Greening uh, race as well actually, the 77 so uh, Nigel Davis in the A Mark 6 has not come through either he had problems originally as well of course uh, I think in qualifying he was having some uh, difficulties, is that Davis coming through now actually, no it's not, it's the 7 that's coming through, that is the car of um, that's Jeff Fern in the Van Diemen RF89, so he's come through okay, definitely got cars that have stopped, that is Davis who's actually his car has come to a stop Halfway down the step straight, he's actually pulled off at the uh, Chicane just before the uh, John Cooper S's. So he's actually pulled off the circuit at Edwin, Edwino sorry. But, uh, well, his career, his is, and this steam, smoke billowing off the car. My word, that looks like a Formula One retirement in the 1970s. So big problems there to the lead of the race though, and it's still this four-car scrap. Dora is the leader of the gold machine, into the John King as he goes. They're lapping back Marcus, but McLaughlin is going to get held up here, and Carey's got an opportunity to go for third position. The former Renault driver, Kim Carey, might get an opportunity here to make a move in the shores. Dora is still safe, Harrison is still second. McLaughlin tightens up on the inside of the hairpin for third position. Woodhouse is closing in on both of them as a result. So, still McLaughlin from Carey and Woodhouse, a baffling around the circuit. This is brilliant racing. And out in front, it is still all going perfectly well. But Gore has really picked up the uh, pace of this race as a result of those problems on the grid for Jeremy Thames. With his race now, course, coming to a very dramatic end. So Nigel Dore, uh, sorry again. I'm going to use Nigel Davis' name and uh, Door popped into my head for some obscure reason, I apologise. It's Robin Door who leads the way in the Toms Toyota. Zilling and scrap on the way down to the Shores hairpin as Kerry closes up again on McLaughlin. Door fixes his right way past the 63, that is Davis. <laughs> oh, That's <was> the wild <inaudible> <inaudible> that 7. the, yes, that the of the uh, old sponsor of the Benetton F1 team. That's another thing you've got to admire about this circuit, the uh, tributes and the liveries to other teams you know, in this series, it's uh, a very fun category to go motor racing in, and uh, clearly it's single-seater racing with a lot of personality and character. So Bobby has got away nicely, he's out in front. Second place is still the number 10 of Harrison, the man from Kidderminster in the Dallara F302. Neil Harrison of Magic Motorsport still running second. And Carey, oh ho, oh, Carey has a real lunge in the short hair, he, on the inside of the 65 of by Blackland, that was a really tough pass to try and make work, and he doesn't get done. And that very both of them on the circuit at that point, he was really being uh, very, very over-eager there, he did back out of it just in the nick of time, and that was a lunge to make more lunges really. Harrison just picking his way through backmarkers. One is being lapped for the second time, others being lapped for the first, and it's uh, starting to look a bit like a Honda VTX442 cup race out there in terms of the uh, possibility of the corners around the circuit. Unfortunately, everybody appears to be okay for now. Is uh, Robin Dorr making his way out of Devil's Elbow and onto the main straight once again. Harrison is closer to him than he has been. McLaughlin and Carey are there. So a bit of a slow lap for Robin Daw. No surprises though he had a lot of traffic to deal with. And we've got a slow, we've got a slow moving Woodhouse! Woodhouse is in trouble! Woodhouse is in trouble, he's got a broken front wing. So something's come off there for Woodhouse. I think he's uh, had a little incident with a back marker. And Woodhouse's race is over. Certainly, his challenge for the victory is gone. So Woodhouse is out of it, I'm afraid to say. So some major problems there, and uh, that is Woodhouse's race game over. Well, McLaughlin still hanging on in front of Kieran Carey as they continue to scrap away. Robin Dawe very nearly tripping over the seven and fern there. He yeah, really wrong. It just happened to be going so much quicker, Robin Door. He needed to get it out of the way, and uh, well, not even to be that close to him off the corner. Nothing Jeff did wrong there at all. Unfortunately, though, that is the name of the game. He's dealing with the traffic in the And speaking of dealing with the traffic, the 11th of Kelly, who has now just moved up into fifth position in front of Jason Timms, absolutely storms his way, nits one, pearls the other, as he darts from one side of the track to the other down, the main straight. The nip first one slow car, then the other from the right side of the track to the left. That was a skillful move, if ever I've seen one mapping back markers. And in um, the air, that's the 58. No, sorry, I think that's the 56. It uh, is the 58, that's Sergison. So Sergison is arms arm is in the air. Now, is that to let people through, or has he got a bit of a problem developing? I'm not sure on that one. Ferguson. He moves aside and allows people to go through. Of course, if you win in class, you still score maximum points. So, Sergison is looking for a winning class and he's looking at it at the moment. Robin Dawes still leading the way here. Harrison second, McLaughlin third, and Carey in fourth position, still trying to find a way through. So, here is door at the Shaw's hair bin. He's going very well out in front. Harrison second and Carey's through. Carey has got through into third position. I didn't see where he made that move, but Carey has got through. He's in third place. He's gone one there. One off the uh, start-finish straight now, so things have gone well for him at the moment. So he is still there and still looking strong. That is good to see. But it's not exactly plain sailing for him. He's uh, definitely not gonna find it easy for the rest of this race. Robbie Daw, still hanging on to this lead. Now that Kian Carey has dealt with McLaughlin, he's now going to be setting off after Harrison. Harrison might now get blocked in by one of the backmarkers, and McLaughlin is still there in the Jedi. Don't forget, he is still there, but still very hungry as they've their way through one of the markers. Harrison, Carey, McLaughlin still going well. It's the 69 of Greening that manages to move out of the way. And I think we've now lost another, I think we've just lost the number 19 of uh, Calanzaro. I think he's had a bit of an issue there. So uh, the Vauxhall Lotus of number 19, Nick Catanzaro, has not come through recently. So I think he might be out of this one. And it's more problems for the 80. That is Cotton. So Cotton in the Formula 4, he pulls off the circuit. Uh, sorry, no, that is the uh, Van Diemen Formula Vauxhall Junior. That pulls off the circuit. So it's Cotton Foxall Jr. that pulls off the race circuit again. Patrician rate very high here now. As we've lost Cotton, we seem to have lost Woodhouse too in the 22. So I think we seem to have lost the 3 Suzuki Chris Woodhouse. He is not circulating again either. I think uh, one of the cars there who just pulled off on the exit, Gerrard's. So Robbie Moore still going well out in front, Harrison second, Carey third, from McLaughlin, Kelly, Jason Timms, then Clark, Sergison, third, Walters, David Cooling and Davis, with uh, everybody else struggling to circulate at the moment. Through they come again, very nice manoeuvres from all of the drivers at this point in the race. As Dort tries to lap back Marcus, Harrison is getting boxed in behind quite a few. And that has backed Carey and McLaughlin into him. So Carey and McLaughlin are now right on the tail of Harrison once again. Oh, and Carey gets badly boxed, boxed in there by the 63. Carey has to go to the right. McLaughlin goes to the left as they both dodge Davis. And that was a scary moment. They both managed to get away from that one. And I think it's just intensified the battle for second place. Has gone away from it. Kian Kerry still in third place for McLaughlin and the Jedi is coming. He's having a look on the inside. You've got to remember the size difference between a Formula Renault and a Formula Jedi it is absolutely monstrous. Formula Jedi is a bit like a mini Cooler to a BMW 3 series, it is very tiny by comparison. He has a look around the outside of the hairpin. He's going to get better acceleration. Problems. Problems for Harrison. Problems for Harrison. Carey almost goes straight into the back of him. And McLaughlin gets past both of them. McLachlan through to second. Carey's through to third. And uh, Harrison gets boxed in there. Down to fourth position goes. Wow. That was very close for second position at Shaw's hairpin. They just about get away with that one. But again, Robin door leading the way, very nicely indeed, out in front of this race with two and a half minutes to go. So I make it four laps, really. Second place is McLaughlin now, third is Kira Carey. fourth is uh, the number 10 of Neil Harrison. He really got caught out there by the traffic at Shaw's Haven, And McLaughlin just had the outside line and plenty of grip with a very short wheelbase. Jedi went, thanks boys, see you later. And stormed up in a second position round the outside. And by Devil's Elbow, he's just pulled away. Look at this. Brilliant stuff. One for Carey, Harrison. Harrison's not done yet, he's still going to try and get it back. Mid place for Kelly at the moment, six for Clark. Jason Tibbs is down to seventh. Sergison is eighth currently, Fern is ninth, and Walters is tenth. Robbie Dort still just trying to uh, thread the eye of the needle through the back markers at the moment. By Clint, Carey, and Harrison still scrapping to go to second place. The 11 is next, that is the uh, fantastic dominating uh, moves of Shane Kelly, the man Diemen Renault, just hurling his way through the field at the moment, nipping through one, past another. Things going very well indeed. The name is Shane Kelly. McLachlan still running in second, and looking good to try and 69 up the inside of Richard Greening, he gets moved on nicely, all the way to Gerrards. Carey's still in front of Harrison for the moment. And hang on a minute, that's a problem for the number one. That's Jason Tims with the rear wing smarting sideways. I've never seen that before. In, uh, and he's still going with it. Well, normally in these incidents, if he's out of contact with somebody, the rear wing falls off completely. With Jason Tims, the car is still in effect. Holding on to this baby, the, screen, but the freeway, started sideways, it's a bit like a crazy house of mirrors at the back there. So uh, problems there with uh, the number one of Jason Tim's to say the very least. By the family the family's not having a good one today, is there? So problems then, Harrison has dropped back a little bit in fourth place. Problems then for them. No problems at all, though, for the man in gold. Robin Door still leading very nicely in the Tom's Toyota. McLaughlin's Jedi is second. Karen Carey in the Formula Renault is there in third. Harrison fourth and the Dallaro, f 302 Kelly and Clark in their Van Diemen's are next.
2: Jason Tims
3: still running around in se- uh, seventh position.
2: Sergison is still there in
3: eighth place. Verne is ninth. Robin Doar is just lapping him at the moment. And uh, that's the chequered flag. So, victory, perfectly done for Robin Doar. McLaughlin comes through for second place. can Carey through for third. And fourth position for Neil Harrison. Very nicely done, indeed. Brilliant race action here. And it's Robin Doar that walks away from him. And the Timbs family will be quite disappointed with the way that race didn't happen, let alone uh, did happen. Uh, big problems there for some, and somehow Jason Tim's pulls the car, lopsided sided across the circuit, with the rear wheel pretty much heading for the south at the moment. Started that far to the left on the back of the car. Might well, as well be heading for Silverstone that week on its own. But, uh, problems then for some. Glory for others, though, as Robin Dor and uh, McLaughlin take class victories. McLaughlin actually coming up second overall. In front of Kian Carey and Neil Harrison, who just hung on for the class victory in the end, in fourth position overall. 20 laps of the Mallory Park circuit completed, and a fantastic victory for the Tom's Toyota of Robin Door, And he'll be very happy about that, I'm sure. Race day Live on Downforce
1: Radio. He's tapping out a message on his back bumper in Braille, and that message is, get the hell out of my way, I want my lead back. Stay tuned, more great races coming up on Downforce Radio. For all the best oval racing news and features, Stock Car Magazine has everything you need. Featuring the latest pictures and results for Brisker Formula One, V8 Hot Stocks, Formula Two, National Saloon Stock Cars, Mini Stocks and more, including interviews with world champions, top drivers and racing legends.
3: What to watch and where to go for the country's top oval racing action, all inside Stock Car Magazine, £4.80 every month. Plus, full-length DVDs of all Brisker Formula One events, available trackside at any Brisker F1 race meeting. Head to facebook.com forward slash stock magazine for more details. Stock Car Magazine, proudly presenting Brisker at its best.
1: Stopwatch Hospitality are specialists in behind the scenes motorsport hospitality. Enjoy private viewing locations at Silverstone, Brands Hatch, and Dunnington Park. Our packages start from just £20 per person. That's right, just £20 per person. With a wide variety of services for race events, track and test days, driving experiences, birthdays, and F1 parties. With Stopwatch Hospitality, everything's arranged except the result. From gate entry tickets up to the very best hospitality at race events. So call us now on 01959 509 098. That's 01959 509 098. Or visit our website at stopwatchhospitality.com. Think you know more about motorsport than anyone else? Here on Downforce Radio, we have just the show for you. So questions, the most trivial topics and a few laps along the way await you in our monthly trivia panel game, Wheel Notes. With British motorsports best pundits, geeks and brain boxes pitting their wits in the ultimate nerd-off, the occasional celebrity guest to challenge our regular teams. So join Jake Sanson and the Downforce team on the fourth Tuesday of every month. Free to download via Spreaker, iTunes or YouTube, only on Downforce Radio, the nation's motorsport station. Go,
3: go, 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 go! I ears slow out! I do not believe it. I do not believe what I'm seeing here. This is
1: a simply unbelievable development, and this, folks, is the big one. This is Race Day live on Downforce Radio.